Good morning, everyone. Well, I say that. You've got five minutes left of the morning, but it's still the morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash Plus. My name is Graham D, and I'm joined by Bibby. And, and if, if we'd have got live about three seconds earlier, you would have seen Coco, the cat, just on Bibby's screen right there. But but but, but Coco's gone now. So <laughs> just just me and Bib, that's all you have today. Sorry, apologies. She'll be back. Yeah, for sure. How is everyone doing? Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash Plus. My name is Graham Day. I am wearing a Cobra Kai t-shirt. Yes, yes, I am. And I also will be biting into this bad boy. That is a Boston cream from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah, straight into the flex. <laughs> you don't even get into the stream. And there you got an iced latte too. Yeah. Uh, when you get a 50% discount code from Uber Eats, you just got to use that bad boy before it expires. It expires tomorrow, so I was like, donut today. You're going to love that shit. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, how's everyone doing? It, it, it kills me so bad that you can get it delivered. I mean, I, I literally, I did, to be fair, I did have to pick up my phone and press a couple of buttons and then get 50% off the entire order sent to my door. Anyway, 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 how are we all doing? If you're in the chat, please feel free to get involved. If you're having donuts, please feel free to uh, to mock Bibby because he doesn't have them, but then also get to sit back in your chair and be mocked by Bibby because he does have something that I don't know. I hear, Bib, that you have mm -hmm. Resident Evil. This thing, oh, oh, this little thing, that that little thing. Oh, it says streaming mode is enabled. Stay safe, friend. Okay, disable. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have to hold it quite firm because, as you can see, it's slipping through the. This is the lenecula sleeve, Graham, like a little hologram. Is it's the what, babe? It, a lenecula? Is that what it's called? What, is it not lenecula? Lenticular. That that could be it as well. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen these since like the Xbox early for Xbox 360 days when you used to get like collector's editions. So I thought, yeah, okay. I mean, it wasn't any more expensive, but yeah. That thing is beautiful. That thing is beautiful. Nice. Uh, speaking of that thing is beautiful. Pakila Quent is in the chant. Uh, in the chant is in the chat and the chant. Uh, you've got one of those coming to you, either digitally or physically. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what we can we can get you. Hopefully, we can get you a digital one so you can get it installed and you can play tomorrow as well. Nice. Obviously, after yeah. you've watched Bibby play, so you've got it all spoiled for you and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's jump into the uh, split screen. Let's jump into things because we. Don't have the time to overrun today. Bibi has a call, so we're going to pick up the pace a little bit more than we usually do today. But thank you all for being here in the chat. If you don't know who we are, my name is Graham Day. It kind of says Graham's home there. And just there, uh, that is Bibi. We are Ice Cream Uploads, and in true Ice Creamy fashion, this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast and the UK's number one video game podcast that has donuts and, and cook-offies on at least 50% of the stream. How are you doing over there, Bib? Nice, nice. <laughs> as he chugs anyway uh so this is the uk's number one video game podcast <laughs> even if we do say so ourselves we are going to give you our thoughts. Choke, <laughs> <laughs> our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest the best and the breaking stories from the world of video games over the next hour-ish um anyway we do go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m ish 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 10 a.m ish we have an exclusive mode if anyone's in the chat that has that emote please spam it because we are two hours behind 10 ish it's now 12 pretty much it's 11 59 anyway we do go live at 10 a.m ish each and every single weekday that 
time is flexible. Uh, but when we are live on Twitch, it's important that if you're in the chat, you please get involved. We give you our thoughts and impressions, but we want your thoughts and impressions on our uh, thoughts and impressions. There you go. Nice. Nearly balls it up, but we got there eventually. Anyway, the reason we want those thoughts and impressions is because we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video that goes on YouTube uh, and an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So everyone that's watching and listening on demand later on get the joys of of Bibby and and, and these Resident Evil lanecular sleeves and stuff, but they don't get the ability to get involved in the chat, so you guys can do that on behalf of them watching and listening on demand later on. Exclamation mark, loot, drop if you're in the chat. Uh, Just a reminder that we are giving you the choice of a game for free. If you're an ex- uh, an exclusive sub, if you're a sub, you get entered into an exclusive giveaway where we give away a prize each and every single month. And this month is a choice of three games. You either get Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, Big game. S- I can't remember. What this, Mario Sock. Mario Golf Super Rush. There we go. I forgot what the name of it was. And I can't well, remember. The roof. I can't remember the other one. Can't remember. I genuinely can't remember it. Was it not Ratchet and Clank? It was Ratchet and Clank. That's where there you go. <laughs> Complete mental block. Anyway, exclamation about loot drop. If you want the details, you can find it in the chat. You can click a link. You can see a pretty picture that shows that you all on it without me bumbling half ass through what it is. Anyway, let's jump into some news. As mentioned, we don't have uh, the longest show in the world today. Still, still a good meaty chunk of content. Um, but uh, yeah, we will pick up the pace compared to our usual chinwag, uh, which is fine because it means we'll be off in time for you guys to get some, some solid lunch. Job's good and nice. Anyway, the first news of the day is that Microsoft says it has never made a profit from the sale of an Xbox console. See, this kind of is a conversation we've had a few times. Are consoles loss leaders? Do consoles make a loss so that brands can make the money back on software? We've had reports that that has been the case. We've had reports that that hasn't been the case. But yeah, it seems like in Xbox's side of the uh, console war, so to speak, it's it's definitely not the case. Anyway, company confirms it always sells devices at a loss as part of Epic versus Apple trial. Microsoft has never made a profit from the sale of an Xbox console. The company confirmed in court on Wednesday. The uh, the Razer and Blades business model has long been the norm for console makers, which uh, traditionally sell devices at a loss, but make money from software and services available for the hardware. Nevertheless, the ongoing Epic Games versus Apple trial uh, continues to bring wider public attention to the type of sensitive information companies would rather keep under wraps. This is why this trial is so amazing. Amazing. Epic start yeah. fucking trials with everyone so we could just find out all the industry data. <laughs> uh, Xbox business development. Um, do you know what? I, I, I love the fact that we keep getting loads of get, uh, words like Xbox business, but we don't have boss following it anymore. But nobody's talking about that anymore, so I don't have to worry about <laughs> saying that right. Uh, if anyone's new here, I can't say the words Xbox and boss, boss together. When it, when, if I think about it, I can, but generally when it's in an article, no. Can't do it. Anyway, Xbox Business Development Vice President Laurie Wright, who is a third-party witness in the case, was asked by Epic lawyer Wes Earnhardt how much margin does Microsoft earn on the sale on the Xbox consoles. Quote, we don't. We sell the consoles at a loss, she responded, according to protocol. Asked if Microsoft has ever earned a profit on the sale of an Xbox device, she said no. Um, quote, hardware being unprofitable certainly played a bigger role in the late 90s and early 2000s. 
Uh, oh, and PS3 era, lol. Uh, Nico Partners senior analyst Daniel Ahmad tweeted in response to Wright's testimony, both the PS5 and Series X and S are being sold at a loss right now, but will become profitable down the line, most likely. Uh, the PS4 was probably the first Sony console to flip uh, the above concept somewhat, he suggested. While Sony, uh, Sony aggressively cut the price for PS2, for example, down to $99, uh, the PS4 maintained a $299 price point for multiple years and was profitable. Ahmad also called Nintendo, quote, somewhat of an outlier as Switch was built to be profitable ASAP. Uh, the Epic versus Apple trial has led to a number of revelations this week, generating headlines including the following. Uh, and there's a bunch of links there if you want to see more articles from the lovely people at VGC, but that's not what we are talking about right now. What we are talking about is the fact that Microsoft has never made profit on an Xbox console. Whew. Bib, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we've this is, I don't want to say the myth, this has always been the standard that we've all assumed that they would be selling their consoles at a loss and trying to make their money back off of, I don't know, other peripherals or games or first party games down the line. As an all encompassing umbrella company, obviously they want to try and get money elsewhere. If they can't, you can't buy the other stuff if you can't get the console, do you know what I mean? So it makes perfect sense for them to be able to sell it at a loss. It does mention in the article later on that they, the consoles do become profitable later down the line. I imagine that's because of the revised versions of the consoles. Uh, parts become cheaper as uh, it's GPUs and CPUs and sticks of RAM all become GPU. cheaper in a few years. <laughs> GPU. Oh, all those things become cheaper later down the line, especially if they're making a slimmer version of the console, uh, less plastic, less manufacturing, blah, blah, blah. That all makes sense. So in in a sense, this isn't new news. However, it also feels like everybody's dirty laundry being aired in this in this courtroom battle. It's it's amazing, really, because this is we said yesterday that this was just the start. This is going to continue on. This is going to be fantastic. I genuinely can't wait to see what more comes of all of this as we go on. Um, but yeah, this is uh, in the grand scheme of things, this particular story, it's kind of already been told we are we, we assume that this has always been the case again without the console you can't buy the controllers you can't buy the webcams you can't buy the games so it makes sense for them to be able to sell it at a loss out the gate and then further down the line they'll make the money back when more people i mean when you're selling 114 million consoles i think you're probably going to make your money back graham don't you just a tad just a tad i mean looking at <laughs> these tweets from daniel ahmad um there's a lot of tweets embedded. I won't go through the full context. Um, so so when he says the same document, you can obviously tell that there's some stuff that's been mentioned previously, but the same document from Microsoft estimates that Sony had a profit of $4.1 billion on software and services, but had a loss of $1.7 billion from hardware. Um, so yeah, you might lose $1.7 billion on hardware from bits overall, but if you make $2.3 billion of profit, then you're kind of, you're kind of okay. So you might just be fine. Um, but it's nice it's nice to have it put into us. Actually, let me just stop for just a second because I realised I didn't actually welcome you guys into the stream that, that are with us. So anyway, if you if you are with us, please feel free to let us know. As Bacon Chitin did very early on, followed by Gagad and Return of the Mac, who uh, was commenting about the victory dance on PUBG in the uh, starting intro video. If you haven't seen it, then feel free to go back to the start of the streams once we've finished. Um, Cameron says, unsub, no Coco. Uh, sh she'll be back. <laughs> she always comes back. She's in bed now. She's right here. <laughs> uh, Princess Bean says, good evening. Uh, where in the world is good evening? Uh, in, in Manchester, Shishtershire, we have just hit lunchtime. 
um, aka Dunkin' Donut time. Well, for me, okay, I'll stop talking about that because I'm not trying to rub it in Bibby's face. I'm just trying to enjoy it for myself. But, but yeah, it is what it is. It's, you've, you've got a Champions League final. I get a donut. Fuck this. <laughs> How uh, is that? There's a Dunkin' Donuts 500 feet from my house, says Cameron. That is goals. Jealous. I still get it. I still get it delivered. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, Bacon Shin says he has the evil. He does. If anyone wants to see some Resident Evil stuff, when can they watch you play through that bit? Uh, at, the, at, at, at this moment in time, as far as I'm aware, it's tomorrow. We are trying to get clarification on that. Um, because there has been some rumours and stuff down the grapevine that the embargo may be lifted today. I can technically play this now if I really, really want. After the scoop, I can bang this in and we can stream it. However, I don't want to be blacklisted by Capcom. I don't want to be blacklisted by Capcom. I want to be able to we have Ice Cream Uploads work with them forever. But yeah, I mean, this is my own copy. I've bought this myself. So there is nothing stopping me from firing up the stream and playing this. However, I respect embargoes and I will be waiting. So at this moment in time, as far as I'm aware, it will be tomorrow after the scoop. That could change, though. It could be later on today. If it's like 6 p.m. UK time, that's when we're going live. But I need to find out myself. Uh, do you know what? I am messaging Capcom again. Uh, I'll finish that in a minute. But but yeah, yeah, we will. So it could. Uh, so if it, if it if it lifts today, you're gonna are you gonna stream it tonight? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, exciting times, exciting Absolutely. times. Absolutely. So make sure if you're new here and you haven't already, please feel free to hit the follow button because that way you do get notified when we go live. And it's free. It doesn't cost you a penny to hit follow on the channel. And that way, if we are playing some Reze, which uh, I'm going to be brutally honest is exceptionally fun to watch Bibi playing a Resi game because he absolutely craps his pants. Do you know what? It's the only thing that's more fun than watching Bibi play a Resi game is sitting next to Bibi when he's playing a Resi game because then you can make him jump when you want on demand, which I may have done previously in the channel. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, if you want to see that content, it will either be live tonight or tomorrow. So if you hit follow on the channel, you'll know. Also, social media will post out there too. Um, jumping back though... Uh, uh, fellas, you are really pushing it, says Tito. Yeah, just a little bit ish. <laughs> ish. 12 noon, nice. 10 a.m., nice. Uh, 10 a.m. ish. Is Bibi taking the piss? Uh, 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 he's taking the piss. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 10 a.m. ish. Well, you know, just giving you a value, uh, like reason for using that emote. We can't give you an emote that you can't use. Now you can spam the hell out of it. Ish. Ish. It's a good job we have an understanding community, isn't it? Like, <laughs> just, it, it, everybody knows what the situation is. It's 10 a.m. ish. We've got an emote specifically for this. So <laughs> it's a good job you all understand yeah. and appreciate it. Yeah. Um, X boss business big box big box <laughs> says Tito in before Xbox blog box boss <laughs> nailed that though yeah uh, this is announced to reduce the size of Bill Gates divorce settlement it could be it could be actually yeah I mean ha has there been a figure f announced for that because I keep seeing it like it being passed around I expect it to be dirty whatever it is mm. like the amount of money I mean said dirty if you half Bill Gates's fortune. You've still got a ridiculous fortune, but but yeah, yeah. Oh, you never know. He may have been smart enough to have a prenup, so he may not. He may not have to give everything away. Um, we don't. We obviously we don't. We don't know. But yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a it's a hefty chunk anyway. Ain't it weird though? Like, was it the Amazon? The Amazon guy Bezos. ended up getting divorced. Yeah, he ended up having to obviously get rid of half of all this stuff, and that was a lot of money too. So this could, I think this will definitely eclipse it. Well, if you ain't no punk, holla, we want prenum. We want prenum. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, shout out to uh, Kanye, big fan of the show apparently. He, he tunes in every day watching it, smiling until someone notices and then he stops instantly because that's just the way it is. Remember that Netflix isn't making a profit. Uh, so it's a case of losing to win. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Which that's actually good. That that brings us full circle back into the articles. Um, so we are talking about well, you can see it on screen. Microsoft has made no profit from Xbox sales, as mentioned previously. This is something we kind of knew. Uh, we know that. Um, I mean, the interesting thing is that they've never made profit. Let me just jump back to the wording. Um, I don't believe that is the case. And Daniel Lamar has kind of said that's the case as well. In in his comments, obviously, he's... Um, is it Nico Partners? He's an analyst for, I think. Um, but there we go. We don't... Uh, we don't... We sell the consoles at a loss. Asked, asked if Microsoft has ever earned a profit on the sale of an Xbox device. She said no. That's interesting because that's, that's under oath in a court of law. Yeah. So either she's misinterpreted that or Xbox devices have been expensive to the point where they obviously cost a lot of money and they don't make profit on the consoles. They do make the profit back in, in software. So like we say, lost leader, we don't need to go through that business principle. We've kind of gone through it in the article already. But we've spoken about how PlayStation consoles have been super expensive, so they've lost, or super cheap, so they've earned, or kind of middle grounds where they kind of, at the end of the, the life cycle, seven years after launching it, all the little, I'm going to use the word transistors, not that they made out of transistors, but I'll use that because it's an old man word, all the little transistor bits inside it, all the little chips, all the hardware, all the all the motherboards and stuff, all the components, the processors, suddenly are kind of seven years old and, and not really useful so by the end of it five years into a console generation it's cheaper to manufacture products so it's easy easy to see that they make uh, money on those prom uh, those consoles but where's her name um laurie wright from the xbox business development uh, side of things says that they've never made money on it. that's interesting which which then then brings it back so if xbox has never made money on the sale of a console and Xbox has Game Pass, which is the best deal in gaming. Um, do you want to say it a couple more times? We've not had Robo Daniel in today. Just actually, probably best to not say it a couple more times because you know PUBG um, season pass coming out on consoles today. Robo Daniel's probably busy, so we'll, we won't mention Xbox Pass, Xbox Game Pass, Xbox. Okay, no, 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 leave it alone, leave it alone. Um, so yeah, Xbox, that thing that I'm not going to mention again is the best deal in gaming. We've got questions on how sustainable is Xbox Game Pass. Oh, fuck, I've said it three times. Um, how sustainable <laughs> is it? The consoles are losing money. Is this is is there a tipping point in there? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it. hopefully not. Hopefully, because Xbox is, is doing wonderful things. But if they're losing money on their consoles, Game Pass is something that is working towards user acquisition. But is it like Netflix? So Bacon Chin mentioned, don't forget, next, Netflix is still losing money. It's building towards something bigger and better, but it's losing money. It needs to balance, and that balance either comes from extra advertising or extra payments, i.e. your charges go up each month, which they do occasionally. Uh, is there one due soon, or was there one recently? I can't remember. Um, but that's how Xbox uh, Netflix becomes sustainable they either get more money in from advertisers or they charge you more money so if netflix isn't sustainable that kind of makes you think okay well they're working at a loss there if microsoft's working at a loss with game pass game pass will naturally take away from software sales elsewhere and hardware sales are losing money how does microsoft make money how does this work yeah i mean we've obviously seen how much epic has to pay to be able to have free games 
put onto their service for people to be able to download for just one week. Like most of them games don't last longer than a week. I can't imagine how much Microsoft is paying a lot of these other companies to have their games on their Games Pass and stay on there for two or three months. Like that'll be a hell of a lot of money. But there's different, like Netflix, there's not that many ways of having different accounts. So you can have like a standard def, a HD, and then a 4K. And then the prices will vary, I think. That for a standard HD, two logins is probably, is it like £10 now? It may even be even dearer than that. But with Xbox Game Pass, you've got Xbox Live, you've got uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC, then you've got Xbox Ultimate, which then lets you play uh, on your mobile phone, on your PC, on your console, as well as Xbox Live, and that's like £15 a month. So there's different tiers and something for everyone. But still, you'd need a lot of people to try and make your money back. And I do think it is a, essentially a loss leader, especially when you have first-party games coming day one. And if you've never had Game Pass before, you can get it for three months for a quid. Like, how are they making money on that? No, no, I agree. So I'm just closing down Slack because you're all going to get shwop pop slap noises. If anyone's just had a slap <laughs> noise, that's me, not you. I'm the one that's popular. Get out of here. <laughs> uh Pause notifications, pause notifications. This is, this is the thing when you're... Why Slack? Slack, if you're watching this, because Slack, as a company, always watches the scoop, naturally. Um, if you're watching this Slack, please have one button that will mute all of your servers in one go for a set period of time. Yeah. Uh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Close. You should be able to mute your account that you're all part of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um... <laughs> Jumping back up then, uh, around seventy-five billion to Melinda and no prenup apparently. Well, he is a punk because he got no prenup, got no prenup, yeah, yeah. Because once you leave, again, you wear, he could have been married before he got. Could have got married before he was even a superstar. That's true. That's true. Um, apparently, she's getting a Series X and a copy of Windows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she's getting the Series X. It's difficult to get hold of one of those these days, so she's doing okay there, to be fair. Uh, gets a copy of Windows with uh, click to reactivate marriage. <laughs> uh, surely that's where Game Pass is a huge bonus. No wonder Sony needs to gouge money from crossplay. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's... Do you know what? That's a, I've, I didn't even consider that angle. That's a good angle, that. So Sony are charging a wedge of money, Um if you missed this yesterday, it was bit, we we had figures, and it was like, say, if, if a game makes a million in revenue, and sixty percent of that money goes through PSN, that means forty percent go through elsewhere. Um, for Sony to offer a game, that game, whatever game that is, um, for crossplay, Sony will then effectively charge fifty-two grand for the ability to uh, have that game crossplay. So, if EA has a game that's on PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, and sixty percent of the sales go through PlayStation, they, they're going to charge them for the ability to play through it. If a shitload of like almost one hundred percent of sales go through PlayStation, it's fine. But if it's not that high, they will charge EA for the ability to have crossplay in that game. Um, but that kind of makes sense, really thinking about. It. I didn't really think of that angle. I mean, I just thought, well, that's greedy from from Sony. But if if Xbox has EA's game, let's just say it's Battlefield, because I was talking about that last night. It's the first one that comes to mind. If Battlefield is the game that's crossplay, and usually ninety percent of sales will go through PlayStation, boom. But it's not gonna because it's next gen. A lot of people have Xbox consoles now. Um, and not only that, Xbox are giving Battlefield away free on day one uh, with Game Pass. Not don't know if they are, by the way. Um, 
then suddenly PlayStation are losing a shitload of revenue. So it kind of it kind of does make sense for Sony to gouge your money from crossplay in that sort of element. And that's it's not always the case. It doesn't fit everything in that sort of sense because a lot of games will still be majorly leaning towards PlayStation. But yeah, Game Pass means that um PlayStation is losing out, but assisting Microsoft with its guaranteed revenue from Game Pass. And the guaranteed revenue guaranteed revenue is that um obviously people are paying per month and only a, sh- a share of that gets passed on to the developer kind of thing. It's good angle, good angle. I didn't even think about that. Um I wonder if Microsoft is using Hollywood accounting where some of the biggest blockbusters in the books have made zero dollars, but in reality they're massive uh, they've massively surpassed its budget. Um, potentially, potentially, uh, it could just be, um, like a, a snippet of information that's taken incorrectly in terms of, I can't see seven year old Xbox one X's or Xbox one S let's say that rather than X's cause S is obviously cheaper. So you've got a feel that they've got less of a, um, ceiling when it comes to pricing and so on it's maybe this it's easier for it to fall within a budget where it's to, towards profitability uh, profitability i can't believe that a, an xbox one s at this point in time would be being sold at a loss that just seems counterintuitive by the end of a generation surely they've got to be being sold at some form of profit but but then again i don't know i don't know um I don't think Microsoft will have Game Pass around for the long term unless they acquire more people. No, I I agree. Uh, which which is if you want something exceptional in gaming right now, Game Pass is it. Will it last forever? Probably not. Um, especially if the consoles keep losing money and stuff. But yeah, use it while it's there. Make make hay while the sun shines. Um, I'm just going to jump into the next article, but I've seen Gary Clark has posted a meme. Let me have a look at this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's have a look. I've just seen that, yeah. Done a bit dirty again. <laughs> when you go to the cinema and they tell you the price of concessions for a family of four. <laughs> exactly. How much? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Yorkshireman. I don't laugh. I just feel offended when people tell me the price of things. God. Um, anyway, let's move ahead. Let's move ahead. So Microsoft does not make money on the sale of consoles. We kind of knew it, but it's, it's good to have it in writing. There will probably be more snippets of information that we never get coming out of this epic case like you say yesterday we found out exactly how much playstation uh benefits from well i said benefits charges for cross party uh, cross-platform play we would never had those stats if this case hadn't been the case we know exactly how much epic has to pay to secure games for the epic game store for free and now we know exactly how much profit xbox makes on consoles none so this court case is it's unearthing quite a lot of gems even if it's not really getting anywhere yet at this point between epic and apple but let's move forward into the next bit of news, and Returnal actually has a few cheats. If you plug in a keyboard, this is written by Sharif Saeed at VG247, uh, and it says, you can turn on cheats in Returnal, but probably not for long. It seems Returnal developer Housemark accidentally shipped the game with a number of active cheats. Cheat commands and debug codes are used in game development all the time for the purposes of rapid testing and fine-tuning. Um, usually, however, they are only known to developers without a way for players to enter them into the finished game. They remain a secret. Not the case in Returnal, apparently, as YouTube uh, uh, YouTube users 
user the randomizer discovered this week the player dug up a number of useful cheats that let you spawn any of the game's weapons return to the crash site uh, while keeping everything earned in the run and more you'll need to connect your keyboard to your ps5 to be able to activate any of them the bad news is that house market is aware that the cheats are out in the wild and the developer is fixing that likely with today's update so you may as well try them while you can we've added the discovered codes below and you can also watch the video at the top to see them in action none of these cheats offer invincibility or maximum damage however meaning you'll still need to play the game the proper way even act after activating the cheats this is why reddit users have come up with a good strategy for incorporating the cheats into your run for maximum efficiency um, here are the codes so far just make sure you're offline um, press and hold shift control alt and pick from one to zero to drop weapons at your current proficiency level uh, press and hold shift control and eight to return to your most recent point in the first cycle or press and hold shift and control four to return to the crash site at the start of the game with your current stats and pickups uh, a couple of other caveats should also be kept in mind if you're in the fourth biome or after defeating the third biome's boss do not use the command that spawns you back at the crash site because you won't be able to return to the fourth biome and complete your run afterwards. That means nothing to me, but there you go. Using numbers three and seven while holding shift and control freezes the game. Numbers one, two, five, six, and nine, and zero don't do anything. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it's... This is the only kind of cheating that I don't mind. You, you, you're you tinkering with your own story. You're not playing in multiplayer. It's a single-player game. You play through it. If you want to cheat and tinker and whatever, fill your boots. But uh, I still don't think it's for me. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Bibi has a few cheats if you plug in a keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit old school, isn't it? It's almost as if you're going to be putting an action replay. Uh, uh, what is it called? Like the max cards that you used to be able to put in and then be able to just have a million and one cheats or having it very scri scribbled down dirtily somewhere uh for gta it's just on like <laughs> old crumpled up paper i mean yeah i mean if there's any if there's any game that benefits from having cheats on it's probably this one i've heard it's ridiculously hard it's not my kind of game i i don't mind playing games on higher difficulties but like this is a game that's now notoriously difficult up there with the likes of dark Souls. but again it's a it's a Oh, fucking other the name of the kind of game like a roguelike shooter those games are notorious it's like a bullet hell game of course of course it's going to be difficult um but yeah i mean if it makes it more fun for you um because i know a lot of people have probably put their copies on ebay now because they didn't realize it was going to be as hard as it was but yeah it's cool i mean using a debug menu plugging my keyboard into my playstation how do people even find this shit out like, did they just think that they might be able to play keyboard and mouse and then press escape and then oh look a debug menu has come up um but yeah it's it's pretty cool if you want to try and get through the game as fast as you can that's pretty decent do i a sit down in my chair and press start on my controller to play the game or do i b get a uh, get a keyboard plug it into my playstation uh and then randomly press uh and hold shift control Alt and one. <laughs> yeah, that's how I play it. <laughs> yeah, no, but but uh, there you go. Now it's. I assume that sort of button press is probably something that's aware uh, that people that are used to debugging kind of things are aware of. So someone's probably just chanced the hand. Maybe it's maybe it's something that someone like the randomizer, the YouTube user. Maybe that's something he just checks all the time. Probably has some QA background himself and just sees. Just does it on every single game and he's finally got one that does it. Ah, Returnal. They haven't turned it all off. Uh, 
But yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So if you are playing Returnal, you want you want to make it a bit easier. No doubt, some people are having difficulties with this because I've seen a lot of people having difficulties with this. I'm probably not going to play this game because of how difficult it sounds, and I would just yep. lose my shit. Uh, <laughs> but there you go. If you want, if you if, if you want to do it today, if you don't update, you can you can fill your booze. Do that. You're gonna say this. Man. I've, uh, I've yeah, I've just come across something on Twitter. I'm scrambling to try and find a release time, and I'm hearing it's 1 p.m. BST. Oh, for Res. As in, yeah, in, as in 30 hours. Uh, 30 hours, 30 minutes. Well, uh, I, I can confirm. Um, five minutes ago, thank you for checking in with me. It lifts in 33 minutes. So, yeah, exactly. We we are, uh, you, well, we, you are cleared to stream yeah. in 30 minutes-ish. So, yeah. It won't be until later on. Uh, I'll, I'll probably go live after you've finished on State of Decay. So maybe 5 p.m. We may go live with it tonight. That might be that would be pretty tasty, wouldn't it? Beautiful, beautiful. Does anyone want to watch? Anybody want to watch some Resident Evil content? Well, Bibby might be playing at 5 p.m. tonight. There you go. Exclusive, exclusive from the Bib. Nice things you love yeah. to see. It's a. It, I just don't understand how it how that this wasn't communicated soon. Like, I mean, I can understand it. We've seen the fucking schedule for Resident Evil demo. It was atrocious. But like, how can it not have been communicated sooner? It's just so weird. But it is what it is. We're good to go. One thirty I mean, minutes time. You don't. <laughs> you don't tend to get like embargoy stuff shared that publicly. I mean, people do share it often, but yeah, generally, it's not something that you kind of. How would I put it? It's, it's not something that's defined to be shared publicly because the game doesn't come out until midnight. So people usually think, "Oh, midnight, boom, there you go." Um, but but yeah, um, it's only it's only considerate people like us that actually need to know because most people will just go, "I've got it, I ordered it, and paid for it through normal retail means, so I can do what I want with it." Realistically, um, it's already out in New Zealand, so I can do what I want, kind of things like that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, there are a lot of creators that do that kind of thing. So there are a number of creators in the UK that will buy the games from New Zealand. If you can see me, let me know. As soon as I know you're here, then I'll, I'll continue. I'll continue. Uh, I'll continue. Oh, you can. Nice, I can tell, because I can see it through the uh, stream preview. Nice! There we go. Um, fuck me, Sky is shit. Seriously, three routers in two weeks, and the internet still drops out. Abysmal service. So, so, so bad. But I appreciate you still sticking around anyway. That's enough. Um... What we were saying is that Returnal has keyboard cheats. Bibby has, well, no cheats. Bibby went through all the legitimate avenues, has Resident Evil, and we now have confirmation that Bibby can play the game in 30 minutes. Although he's not going to, he's going to make you wait until this evening. So if you want to see some Resident Evil streams, then join Bibby as he streams the whole playthrough starting tonight. Uh, and, yeah. then, and then continues tomorrow as well. It's beautiful. Um, anyway, let's move ahead, because Bibby doesn't have too long. He has meaty meetings. Meaty yes, meetings. I do, I do. Okay, the next news story of the day. Um, which we know Gary Clark knows because he was uh, uh, teasing Google Stadia fanboys on social media with it yesterday. But Chris Scullion at VGC says, Stadia's head of product has left Google. 
John Justice's what a name? John Justice's departure comes after Google closed its Stadia development teams. A senior member of the Google Stadia team has left the company just a couple of months after Google, uh, Google, not Google, Google closed down all of its internal studio Stadia development teams. John Justice was the VP and head of product for Stadia. That's how you have to say his name, by the way. Um, but the information reports that Justice is no longer with the company. We can confirm John is no longer with Google, and we wish him well on his next step. A Google spokesperson told 9to5Google. Justice's departure follows Google's announcement in February that it would close all of its internal Stadia game development teams as part of a major course change, which will see the streaming platform focus on partnering with third-party game companies. In a statement at the time, the company said that this year it would be refocusing on offering its technology and platform tools to external partners. We believe this is the best path, uh, best path to building Stadia into a long-term sustainable business that helps grow the industry, Stadia GM Phil Harrison said. According to a Kataka report, which was corroborated by sources who spoke to VGC Anonymous like Google told its Montreal and LA Stadia development studios that they will be closed and their projects cancelled. Stadia's development boss Jade Raymond, the veteran producer behind Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed EA's Motive studio um, left the company as part of the closures. Uh, so too did the team formerly known as Typhoon Studios, the developer behind last year's journey to the Savage Planet. Um, Raymond has since formed Haven Entertainment Studios, which we covered when it happened at the time, and a new independent studio, uh, which is a new independent studio backed by PlayStation. Long story short, the guy in charge of product at Stadia has left Google. So is is this this dead platform dead? Uh, no, sorry, that was a, a charged question. Is this failing platform? No, no. Is this platform that cannot succeed? No. Um, is... This product that we invested in that is useless. No, no, fuck it. Okay. Is this. Is, Stay with your chest, Graham. Okay. Stadia is dead. Isn't that right, Bib? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, to a degree, yes. I think they're just trying to. I don't want to say they're running on fumes, but they're just trying to move all of the resources away from themselves and they'll just become a hosting platform. That's essentially the business model that they're looking at at this moment in time. They ain't going to be producing anything themselves. They're just giving people a vessel to be able to play their games. And ultimately, I think that's probably the best move for them now. Uh, they didn't market it well. Um, they didn't have the right people in the right places. And over the last 18 months, things are just becoming more and more unraveled. It's unfortunate. It's massively unfortunate. But it's I don't want to criticise how many people working, uh, worked there and who did what there. But it just doesn't feel like there's people who, one, know video games inside out and what people want. And then having the people to try and get that to where it needs to be. And essentially it's just a load of businessmen trying to make money out of a market that they don't really understand that well. Um, and it's unfortunate for the Stadia fanboys because they're Stadia through and through. That's their primary game console. And to be perfectly honest, everything that Stadia wanted to try and accomplish should be praised by everybody. Like everybody, it, this would have benefited everybody down the line sooner or later because if it picked up steam, people probably would have progress. Probably would have bought out, went out and bought one for themselves. It just didn't. It just wasn't marketed correctly. It wasn't executed correctly, and unfortunately, it's fallen on its face. I mean, and... if if Stadia picked up steam, then that's that's a big acquisition. Whew. I mean, it'd work then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who knows, though? The Chromecast may end up becoming a vessel or a platform where you'll be able to play your Epic games, where you're able to um, go and play your Steam games. It may just become a Raspberry Pi. Who knows? Um, but yeah, yeah it's, as it's, it stands, who knows? It's not a surprise for anyone in this chat, at least. We're, we've all spoken about it many, many times before. There's nothing really different. The fact that Google's head of product has left doesn't change anything for us. It just puts another tick next to the expectations that we all have. Um, as Tito says, let's be honest, Stadia is in its death throes. It's not long-term. It, yeah, it isn't. If, if it doesn't have any unique content, it doesn't have any games being developed by the teams that are no longer there, so they can't develop it because they've all been let go. And the guy that was in charge of developing product for that, um, he has left as well. Then it has nothing unique. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I, I don't want it to fail. Um well, the simplest reason is that controller on your screens now is actually a really good controller. It feels really nice. It felt like the build quality on it was, was quality is good. I mean, it doesn't look super unique. It's not like nothing you've ever seen before in a controller, but it was a good it was a good controller. It felt nice. Um, so that on its own is kind of a, a plus for it. But beyond that, there's not anything that really excites me about it. Um, and the same can be said for a lot of people. Some people are enjoying it. So those fanboys that we're talking about on, on social media that... You guys, I, I kind, I kind of feel sorry for you at multiple levels. <laughs> some of them, yeah. some of them negative, but but also because they're enjoying that service and that product, and they they want to unite and build a community around it. But it's just one of those communities that I and this is this probably probably shows that it's not for me. But I would at this point feel like if I invested my time in getting to know other Stadia players and building a community and joining forums and reddits and, and whatever about this now, you just, you're joining something that is destined to end. That's what it feels like for me. And what is the end game? There is no end game. The end game, as Stadia as it was, is not the same anymore. They are not making games. They want to They want to provide a platform to play other games. Okay, well, I can do that on my Xbox and my Switch and my PC and my PlayStation. Why would yeah. I do it on something else that isn't as as good in theory? Obviously, if you're playing Cyberpunk, it's wonderful because you play it on a super uh, RTX 3090 equivalent server somewhere. Wonderful, yeah. but beyond that, nah. So yeah, it's 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 it's. it's it's, do you know what? We'll, we'll put in it very, very quickly because we all know the point. It's not going to last long, and it's it's not what we want it to be. It's a bit, it's a bit disappointing. Um, what developer in their right mind is leaving? Uh, is investing resources into releasing games on Stadia, given the news surrounding Stadia? Exactly. Uh, a hosting platform only works if developers release on it, but there's no incentive or reason to now. Um, on live, anyone? Uh, Chromecast is a decent bit of kit, but I have no intention of using mine for Stadia. Uh, and trouble is Google always has had a reputation of dabbling almost beta-like experiences. How can anyone have confidence in any new projects from Google? See, that I think that's the thing, though. Like, when, when Google does stuff well, they do it well. But when Google goes in with that, what Bibi was talking about, that, that, that corporate business, man, that swagger of we are... Uh, move out of the way. Google coming through. <laughs> I don't know if you know. I've got a Google name, but <laughs> I, I know all about the technologies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell, tell me a little bit about um, gamification. How are you going to keep your users engaged, engaged, not just when they're in the game, but off the game? How are you going to keep them invested in your ecosystem? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you see, but my name badge is actually shiny. It says Google and it's shiny. Yeah, but tell me more about your trophy systems. Are you going to have trophies? <laughs> 
What? Is, is that a thing? 12 months later. Fuck! Yeah, we'll add trophies to Stadia. Fuck! Yeah. Yeah, you might you might know technology, you might know the industry, you might know business, but you don't know games. Uh, and, and they showed that. When you can play Xbox Game Pass on your phone, why would you need Stadia? Like, I understand what Stadia is trying to do, and you have the Chromecast and stuff like that, but when you can install it on your... Uh, your Android tablet or on your PC or on your mobile phone it's available on iPhone now like there is ways around it why would you why would you need to have Stadia for a system that is nowhere near as evolved as your competitor it's again it's just one of them things like it was a fantastic idea and I think two year in two years time it may be the perfect product had it have had more people who know video games and are around. Like I've just seen Jordan's comment then to say, to be, honest, uh, to be fair, why I invest in Apple, Google stuff is terrible and dies quicker than my hairline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very, very funny. But even I'm, an, I'm a Google person. I could see this dying from a mile away, which is why uh, obviously we invested it as a company. But myself, I would, I, I would never have bought it because I knew it wasn't going to last that long. Um, but yeah, you can usually see a dud from a mile away. And unfortunately it was written on the wall before they even launched the product because one we never heard that much about it until it released and then people was reviewing it and they was just like what the fuck is this yeah that's the thing i mean tito says microsoft killed stadia as soon as they announced x cloud um I, I think that's kind of true um but it was more a case of imagine um you go back to it was like april not last year year before or whatever kind of this time a couple of years ago stadia first gets announced um 6 p.m ish uk time uh they've got a presentation on it's almost like an apple keynote speech or that kind of thing big stage show it's stadia have got their own e3 before e3 what is this madness uh and everyone's like super excited about what is and they promised everything and uh, that's the worst thing they they promised so much that they couldn't deliver on that they didn't fully understand and then launched without all of it if they didn't over promise and then under delivered it'd be okay if they over promised and launched in a beta or something as we've said before it'd probably be okay but the fact that they went into a full launch started charging full price and then suddenly had to start peeling that back and giving bits away for free and suddenly you can't invite your friends and and certain chromecasts that were supposed to work and what didn't work and, and whatever so they kind of fucked themselves up so imagine them as to give you a visual uh image here Google is this impenetrable shield thing with with a, with a really weak heart inside, but pow, the future. And then they accidentally drop off all of their armor. So yeah, uh, Xbox X Cloud did hit the, the fatal shot into the heart, but that that was because Google had already taken off all its armor. They'd already exposed its flaws, kind of thing. So Xbox went, oh, okay, well, thank you. Boom. And Xbox weren't even trying to take them down. They were just doing their own thing. And and you you rewind two years. Well, eighteen months ish. At that at that point in time, nobody really cared. Not cared because that's a pro- nobody really believed in xCloud then this is like what xbox is dabbling in xCloud google have the servers google own the internet i know microsoft do as well but but google google they are promising big things here xCloud is just dabbling with some beta thing but that shows you the difference xbox knew what they were doing and dabbling and slowly building it out stadia didn't and puffed out their chest and and just balls it up so yeah then they didn't do themselves good um Scrolling back up, uh, want Halo and all the latest games. Uh, ooh, chat's gone again. Uh, 
join Game Pass and xCloud. Want to play the games that came out years ago in the cloud and nothing else? Join Stadia. Um, 2018 uh, before COVID. Uh, 2018 BC, aka before COVID. <laughs> it seems so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, Soldier Boy will still sell Stadia. Uh, will still will sell Stadia for Google. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he will. I mean, that that is the Soldier Boy console, isn't it? Right. Huh? Um, to be fair, Soldier Boys is more legit than than Stadia. Uh, business model was was totally wrong. Games more expensive than other console releases, asking customers to take upon something that they never own and spend more money doing so. Yeah, there is no ability to play with your friends that don't have this console at launch. Uh, the games that you already own, you don't get for free on that console. You have to pay for it again. They're two years old, and you have to pay more than full price for them uh, on a new system stupid um the devices that you were told would work on them like the old chromecast stuff do not work you had to get the, the the specific chromecast ultra for it the fact that when you did get that chromecast ultra and you plugged it into your tv and it turned into a heating element that could warm up the yeah. entire house that wasn't great either no trophies um no friend invites passes you were supposed to have invite passes to bring your friends in so that it bumped up the user numbers and made more people to uh, have the ability to buy it they didn't come until after launch because they fucked that up as well there was just so many blunders and blunders and blunders that even if they did fix that a month two months later you've just you've you've lost your opportunity then if an xbox is shit they can recover it but it takes a full generation and it wasn't even like the xbox was shit the marketing for the xbox one was shit um but it took them a full generation to call it back but they had two generations of of good faith Google Stadia had no generations of good faith. So if it takes a full generation for Xbox to bring it back, Stadia, just just give it up. You're dead on arrival. There's no point. Just just go. Just get out of here. Um, uh, I am going to have to leave. <laughs> but, but the next article's all entirely for you, though, Bib. So, so, God damn it. Yeah, I mean, I probably won't be able to carry this article on my own, if I'm being honest, Graham. <laughs> no worries. I will jump into this screen. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get rid of you. So enjoy the call in a bitsky bibsky. Brilliant. Take it easy, guys. See you Bye -bye. all later on. Uh, so we've lost the bib. We've lost the bib. Okay, let me bring that back on steady. Ah, um, let me jump, finish off with the steady comments before I jump into one final article. Uh, Jordan says, if you think about it, steady lived and died off the play your game anyway, but the app was only available on phone for Pixel phones and Google browsers. Uh, Xbox released xCloud on a lot of platforms and even now has a browser option and iOS before Stadia does. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Stadia's messaging was that it was it was everything everywhere everyone could get involved and and it wasn't it was a case of the bits that i've said already the fact that you can't play the games that you already have okay well well that's a bit of a pain in the ass hamilton thank you very much for the follow welcome into the stream how are you doing how are you doing happy thursday i had to think about what day it is then how are you doing thank you for being here um so yeah, there was loads of there was loads of people that had games that, that that would have had to repurchase again. There was no no way of transferring those games, no discounts, no nothing. Stadia didn't have any ability. <laughs> Cameron wants the disco lights. Okay, let's let's get it. Go. The thing is though, my disco lights have slowed down now. They're not as fast as they used to be, unless they are again. Let me see. Yes, it's a subtle disco. Like that with clicks. You've got to do the man click, the old man click. Uh, but yeah, thank you for using your, your channel points. <laughs> that is value for money, my friend. Enjoy. Um, so yeah, the, the fact that you, your old games you couldn't bring over, you couldn't play with friends that were on different consoles because crossplay wasn't necessarily fully available everywhere and everything at that point in time. 
you couldn't play it on iOS devices. At that point in time, you still could play um, xCloud on iOS devices. They were in the beta testing period, but not in the full launch period. So it looked like Xbox was going to be everywhere. Xbox had issues and overcame them already. Stadia just didn't overcome any of its early issues. Um, so, no, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, it will obviously have all Nintendo games ever and totally legit. <laughs> exactly. Um, but Stadia at least now have a search bar, Kappa. Oh, well, there you go. That's it. Game-changing technology. I mean, the irony is that Stadia launched without a search bar. Um, what is Google most famous for? <laughs> what the fuck? How, how do you forget search functions when you are search, literally? Uh, but anyway, anyway, one more news story for the day. Let's jump into this one. Um, this kind of relates to me, but kind of doesn't. But maybe it does. I don't know. We will see. Well, actually, it doesn't. But you can, we'll tell you anyway. PUBG Mobile is returning to India under a new name. Eight months after the game was banned, PUBG Mobile is preparing to re-enter the Indian market. This is written by Josh Colson at The Gamer. And it says, PUBG Mobile is finally returning to India eight months after it and more than 100 other other mobile apps connected to China were banned. PUBG Mobile developer Crafton has announced the game is finally set to return to India. The title was part of new restrictions introduced by the Indian government, which eventually resulted in it and 117 other apps with links to China being banned. A particularly bitter pill to swallow for Crafton and fans of PUBG Mobile in India, as with 200 million downloads, it was the most popular game in the country. Crafton has had to jump through a number of hoops over the course of the past eight months to reach this point. That includes a rebrand for the game when it relaunches in India. PUBG Mobile will be renamed Battlegrounds Mobile India, and the title sports the three colours of the Indian flag. I'm going to hit play on that and mute it. Uh, there you go, you can see. Now, so even though Crafton is a South Korean studio, uh, Chinese company Tencent handles the mobile version of PUBG. In order to appease the Indian government and allow for the game to return to the country, Battlegrounds Mobile India will have no connection to Tencent. It also has invested $100 million into India's mobile gaming ecosystem on the path to PUBG Mobile's re-release on the subcontinent. There will be a pre-registration for Battlegrounds Mobile India, but no release date has been announced. While Crafton is busy trying to break back into India, pretty much every other major developer and publisher is trying to appeal to the Chinese market. The country's government is notoriously hard to please when it comes to video games. While Fortnite has launched in China, it is a completely different version of the game to the rest of the uh, to the one the rest of the world plays the switch also continues to grow in popularity but at launch only one game super mario brothers deluxe had been approved for sale by chinese officials pubg mobile had 50 million active users in india alone when it was banned last year even with the game banned 10 million of those players managed to continue enjoying playing pubg mobile through various workarounds those people will no longer have to bend over backwards to play pubg mobile or battlegrounds mobile india and craft will be hoping they are rejoined by the 40 million others who were previously left in the dark. See, this is one of... Oh, Steady R. No, it's not that one. This is one of the problems uh, with the modern world, the world that we're in, is that these national, international, like, political fracases we'll use that word i'm trying i'm trying to multitask which is why you can probably tell this this confusion on my face there we go PUBG mobile return to india nice these these political um grievances uh obviously a lot of it centered around china 
shouldn't really impact the people that are playing individual games right down at the bottom of the ladder. The, fa- uh, the fact that there may be international disputes between one country and another shouldn't shouldn't impact me. Just sat here with my mobile phone in my hand, but that's exactly what happened to to fifty million regular users and two hundred million. Uh, uh, d- downloaded or installed users in India, uh, so it's nice to see that they get access to that game again. But it it just it, it shows you how fickle industry is. The fact that fifty million people, these are active users, got a game that they spend a lot of time and effort and money uh, on ripped out of their hands, um, and they had to go without it for eight months before getting their hands back on it again. And it's the same game from pretty well the same company although they've changed the way that it's it's been rebranded it's it's yeah it's it's so frustrating that these international um grievances are getting in the way of gaming and the only thing that is changing is the way that the, the packaging around it um is presented because that's the same game made by the same people for the same end users on the same devices just with a different name and it been provided by a different company but not really a different company because that wouldn't really work yes so yeah yeah there you go there you go if you are in india uh which i'm assuming a lot of you are um then you can play pubg mobile soon battlegrounds mobile india will be coming soon not no date announced just that the fact that you can sign up for it shortly um uh must be hard on the staff literally living a meme for a job i'm assuming that's regarding stadia rather than pubg mobile because fuck's sake <laughs> uh, india is the biggest market for pubg uh, mobile it is huge i mean he mentioned that within the article there uh, 200 million downloads most popular game in the country at that point in time when it was pulled i mean china has had a lot of influence over international markets anyway um I'm not equipped to, to unpack that, uh, so I won't go too in depth in this. I'm not equipped to unpack that full story, but but we've seen China having impacts on American markets, sports markets around the world, mobile gaming markets in India, and and vice versa. So yeah, it's it's a bit shit. It's a bit shit. Um, Gary says Google not having a search around series like McDonald's forgetting the event of the Big Mac. Exactly, that is your Big Mac. Um, politics should be nowhere near video games, but unfortunately, that's the sad world we live in now. Yeah, exactly. Politics should be nowhere near um, Mesut Ozil and Arsenal, but that's the world that we live in now, isn't it? So yeah, it's bullshit. That's what it is. It's 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 it's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. But anyway, uh, that is the end of the show. Thank you everyone for joining us for a brief-ish scoop. Um, hope you've enjoyed yourselves. Nice. To give you a recap of the news, if you were late in, we started things off with the news that Microsoft confirms that it has never made any money on the sale of an Xbox console. It does make shitloads of money, but just not on the sales of the hardware. Uh, Returnal has some cheats, so if you're playing the game and you want to cheat, uh, you're only cheating yourself, but if you want to cheat, just plug in a keyboard, fill your boots. Uh, Stadia's head of products has left Google, which means Stadia is dead. Breaking news, Stadia is dead. Uh, it's not not breaking it's not being confirmed but it's also not breaking either uh, but and pubg mobile is returning to india under the new name battlegrounds mobile india there you go is that a sign of things to come is the next pubg going to be called pubg because it's player unknown's battleground named after player unknown himself um but player unknown doesn't work on pubg anymore so is the next game just going to be battlegrounds battlegrounds 2 like like when we got call of duty 4 modern warfare and then it just became Modern Warfare 2, and they drop the Call of Duty. Are they going to drop player unknowns? I don't know. I don't know, but we'll see. 
Anyway, we are going to go, and I say we, I mean me, because Bibby has already left, as Jordan says. Where's Bibby gone? Um, did you not see the bit where Bibby went, I'm going to have to go? Did you put a call? <laughs> uh, so Bibby's left for a call, so I'm just finishing things off. But I am going to jump back on, though. I will be playing uh, some State of Decay. Um, I did arrange yesterday to jump in with Sho and Chucky again. I don't know if those guys are around. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. If you are around, I know you want to jump in yesterday, Jordan. If you are around at, at some point, you could jump in Bibby's spot. Bibby's asked me to save him a spot. Uh, but yeah, feel free to jump in. Uh, anyway, we are going to play some State of Decay. I am playing on PC. So if you have State of Decay on Xbox or PC and you fancy some games with friends, then then fill in your boots. Nice. Nice. Is this Tugasar, <laughs> the greatest show alive? Yes. <laughs> Do you need to ask? <laughs> uh, welcome in Fish Sticks. We are just finishing The Greatest Show Alive. Anyway, um, as mentioned, we will be back in a little bit with State of Decay. I'm going to go off. I'm going to end the stream. I'm not going to raid anyone else because we'll be jumping back on in about 20 minutes to 30 minutes with some State of Decay for a couple of hours. Uh, and then tonight, Bibi will be streaming Resident Evil Village. We have a copy of it. It's is out the embargo lifts in four minutes but we're obviously playing state of the case so he will start playing that from later on this afternoon so if you want to see some resident evil village content come back for that and then after all of that tomorrow at 10 a.m ish we'll be back with the next episode of the scoop if you do want to get involved with the scoop you can share your stories with us um tito has dropped in the links um and the discord in the chat so if you want to share any news with us if you want us to discuss any news then feel free to share it with us in the discord all we need is a link to the article your name your thoughts and impressions and we can give you our thoughts and impressions tomorrow at 10 a.m ish nice that's it sweet have yourselves a lovely day hopefully you want to come back and see me uh absolutely get mutilated instead of decay but you, you don't have to it's up to you it's a great game though it is genuinely a great game i was supposed to be playing PUBG today decided to play state of decay because i enjoyed yesterday's uh yesterday's gallivanting so much so yeah see you in a bit nice have yourselves a fantastic day until then stay frosty